the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. What a masterpiece! God isn't looking at how many times that we failed in our own eyes. He hasn't been keeping score of all of our past mistakes. He has a heart full of forgiveness and love. You may be looking at someone else thinking how great and how wonderful they are, but God's looking at you as his masterpiece. He sees your greatness because you have his spirit child of God. You are his masterpiece right now. God isn't looking at your past mistakes. He's looking at what he can transform you into. He is looking at you thinking about where you are, where you're going from here, right where you are. He desires to transform you into his greatness. His love is so sincere, so perfect, so deep. When we love him back Christ dwells in our hearts and a power is ignited in us from on high. Ephesians three seventeen to 19. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith by the love of God. Christ dwelling in us, our faith, our very faith increases. What is God saying? Beloved of God, he is saying, I love you. And if you love me back, I will encompass you. I will empower you. Nothing will defeat you. No power will be able to stop you because no power can stop me because you will be operating by my spirit. Then being rooted and grounded in love will have power together with all the saints to comprehend the length and width and depth and height of the love of God and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. He sees perfection in what he has made. And when we turn to him for help, we then surrender and he can make us into what we were created to be. Where there is resistance, there is no transfer of power. We were created to walk in great power, not human power. Human power, no matter how strong we may be. It's still not enough. No matter how intelligent we may be, how positive we might be, it still isn't enough to overcome the situations in this world, the circumstances of this world. It takes superpower. 
the power of the spirit of God. We were created to manifest his glory to the world. We were created to walk in a divine relationship with God. He wants to manifest not only his power to you, but the Messiah wants to manifest himself to you. John fourteen twenty one to 26. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, it is he that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father and I will love him and I will manifest myself to him. That's a powerful relationship. He said he'll manifest himself. The church is coming into a time when the glory of God is going to show itself in a magnificent way. It will be visible in meetings, at prayer gatherings. There's going to be such a shift in the heavenlies. God wants to use you to fulfill the divine purpose that he has because you are his masterpiece. And that's the title of today's message. You are God's masterpiece. I'm talking about a spiritual life of great power. I'm talking about a relationship of mutual admiration and love. It's important to see yourself as God sees you. John 15 and 9, Jesus said, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. Jesus knew how the Father saw him, and so therefore he walked confidently in that love. And he loved the father back. I love the father and the father loves me and I love you. So continue in the power of that love, that confidence of that relationship. Isn't that what he is really saying? You are his masterpiece and he loves you. He is the master creator and he adores what he has made. We must be able to see ourselves the way God sees us. I want to share this story with you about a father and his child. My daddy was a very smart man. He seemed always to have the right answer. I didn't see it that way when I was younger. I just had such an admiration for him. And, you know, as I look back, he was ultra positive. He was very articulate. He was intelligent and a Bible scholar worth talking about. Well, one day I had a conversation with my daddy. Maybe somewhere in the back of my mind, I wanted to know how he saw me. Just maybe, you know, I I just wanted to know how he really saw me in his sight. And so uh, I'll let you be the judge of this conversation. And so it happened when I was an adult. I said to my father one day, we were talking on the telephone. I said, Daddy, uh, what happened to me? You see, I was a middle child between two gifted brothers. My younger brother was gifted, and the older brother just above me was gifted. And so they were labeled as gifted children. We were in sixth grade. Each of us, every student in the school system would take a test in the sixth grade. And if you passed that test, you were sent to a very prominent school for gifted children. Oh, my older brother passed the test. And so for seventh grade, he went on to the school for gifted children. I took the test. And I failed it. And so I went to the school with everybody else. I went to, you know, the normal school, the regular school for middle school. And then my younger brother came behind me and he entered sixth grade. At the end of the sixth grade year, he took the test for gifted children and he passed it. And he went on to the prominent school for gifted children. Well, at this time, I'm about 27 years old at the time of this conversation that it takes place. And so this particular Saturday morning, I was talking with my father on the phone and 
I desired to see how my daddy saw me. We were speaking over the phone, and so I said to him, I said, Daddy, I said, what happened to me? He said, what do you mean, baby girl, what happened to you? I said, I'm between two gifted brothers, Daddy. The younger brother is gifted. My older brother is gifted. And there is me, the ordinary one, just in the middle, just regular. What happened to me, Daddy? Why wasn't I gifted? Well, I want to tell you, my daddy took care of that right then. He said, baby girl, you are a gift. (laughs) Well, that fixed it for me. (laughs) I never had another question regarding that matter. You see, now I saw myself the way he saw me. I saw myself through his eyes that I too, I was a gift. I was a gift to him. Not only did that change the way I saw myself, it brought about healing and deliverance about something that was in the back of my mind for years that I didn't even realize was there. And oh, I was set free. Now he told me in his eyes that I was a gift to him also. Now I could see myself the way he saw me. And my self-image changed. God wants us to see ourselves the way he sees us. He sees us as his master creation. He's so pleased with his sons and his daughters. My father's voice, when he said that to me, was so sincere. He showed me that he didn't see any difference between me and my brothers and that he was as proud of me as he was of each of them. I was 27 years old when he said that on the telephone that day. And it wasn't long after that that he passed away. How healing and how freeing, how lovely, you know, what happened that day. God wants us to walk in such a communion relationship with him that he is able to guide us with his eye, guide us with his view of ourself and of the world. When God is guiding us, we can discern by his spirit. What are the things of God in this world? We must be able to discern in this world what is of God and what isn't, child of God. He wants to guide you with his spirit to victory in every circumstance. Every circumstance, no matter what it is, he desires to take us to victory. We were made for victory. The church was born in power, Luke 24 and 49. And behold, I send the promise of my father to you. Tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. We were made to subdue the earth, Genesis 1.8. And God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air and everything that moves over the earth. We are to take dominion. You have mastery over it all. You were made to conquer. When we follow the word of God, it leads us to success, to a place where God can use us in a mighty way. Jesus will manifest himself. He manifested himself to the early church after his crucifixion, John 14 and 21. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, it is he that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. And I will love him and I will manifest myself. To him, he said he will manifest himself to the one that keeps his commandments because that's the one that loves him. Did someone tell you that Jesus stopped manifesting himself today and the times that we're living in? I want to tell you, he has not stopped manifesting himself. 
for he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you believe in him, he will establish you. He will strengthen you. He will restore you and lift you up. He will absolutely empower you. You will be able by his spirit even to discern the things of the world because you're his masterpiece. You're separated from the world because the world does not have the spirit of God. You're separate. The world can't even receive what I'm saying. Only those with the spirit of God can receive it. I want to show you the difference between those who walk by his spirit because you're his masterpiece and those who walk by the flesh. The ones who walk by the flesh, they lack power. Please allow me to share this with you today. It is easy for many to receive the negative and not the positive because of the carnal mind, because of the flesh. So when we believe in Christ, God gives us a spirit. Let's look at each of us right where we are. It changes our minds and it, it gives us the spirit of God. He gives us the Holy Spirit. You have a filter, life and death in the power of the tongue, cursing or blessing. We choose the carnal mind is so conformed to cursing and death. It's so easy to receive the negative, the flesh or the carnal mind is like a sponge. But the word of God is like an anchor. The word of God is like a filter. The anchor makes us stable. It filters the mind. You won't be able to move to the right or to the left. It will not move once the anchor, the word of God is there in the mind. You won't move. It's an analogy about a boat. And the boat, once it's anchored, it won't go to the left or to the right. The word brings you to that. The word brings you to what is right. The word is like a filter within you. If you have no filter of truth, of life, you will not be able to detect if something is of God or of the devil. Because you have a filter, you will detect the word of God. You will discern the truth and the difference between darkness and what is of God. Often many Christians in the world, they don't have an anchor. There's no filter in their mind. So they say, is this God's will? But you're his masterpiece. The spirit of God tells you what is real and what is not. That's the master work of the Holy Spirit. An example is a person doesn't know the word. So how can the spirit tell them the word when they're not familiar with it? If you're filled with the word of God and you're familiar with the word of God, you're really filled with it. And there's a situation. The Holy Spirit will speak to you by the word of God. Oftentimes he'll say, look at John three sixteen. a person talking to a new Christian uses regular words, right? Because they don't know the word of God. They don't know the Bible yet. They don't understand it. It's like a child. But when they grow up, when a child grows up, you can tell them things and they can do what you're telling them to do. They can do things even on their own. But you can't do that to a baby. A baby's not on his own. A baby you hold close because they don't know things yet. They have to go through stages of maturity to walk and spiritual maturity is the same. The more you renew the word of God, the filter and the anchor in your mind, it closes into the heart. It goes deep into the heart. The word of God does. And it becomes a filter to your mind. Then one begins to understand what God is doing because their spirit is then open to God. You begin to see what God is doing and you know what is right. The word is an anchor 
then in your heart. Change happens when the word is deep in your heart. This means the word of God is in your heart now. And you can see what you have never seen before. Now you know some things that you didn't know before. Now you see beyond darkness, hidden things that you could not see. Now you can see them. These people, you may be thinking, wow, these people have been stealing from me all along, you see, because you didn't know the word of God for yourself. And once you know the word of God, you begin to see carnality and things around you when you're being robbed. You see carnality by the light of God's spirit. A person can love the word, but have no anchor. A person can love the Lord, but have no anchor. Satan will bring pressure to their mind. And they might hear talk of hate, hate, hate. You know, Satan breathes hate. It is the very breath of Satan. He constantly breathes hate. He can breathe it by words. He can breathe it by others in the community or in the world. Some people believe when they're, when they're being told things that are lies. And then the next thing, they hate someone else or they, they're resentful about a certain situation because hate is being breeded in their mind. Guard your mind from every toxic breath of hatred. If you don't, Satan can bring garbage to your mind and you will hate. And we are supposed to resist the devil. And the Bible tells us that he'll free from you. We are to endure. And that means train your soul. Endurance is to endure what is coming. Like in boot camp, you endure. And there's a test that comes and you go on to promotion. If you endure what is coming, you will escape. Paul says, pray. Paul said, I pray that you escape what is coming to this world. Escape what? Some have what the Bible calls itchy ears. They love to know. They love to know gossip or hear slander about someone else. They want to know what's going on. Hey, what's happening? Have you heard anything? You know, they have itchy ears. They go from door to door. Itchy ears open doors for demonic attacks in the mind. And then they're angry. They're fearful. They have no peace. The next thing they're confused and they have anxiety. But if you abide in me, and I abide in you. Well, that's the word of the Lord about him abiding in us. He brings peace to our mind. The person walking in carnality is constantly curious about what's happening, what's going on in the world. They're constantly curious, lie after lie. Without discernment, they believe every lie of the enemy. The truth is in the word of God. Those with a carnal mind are of the world. They have the world's point of view. Like the world, they speak like the world. If you're of the kingdom of God, you should be in the word of God, in the Bible. What you should speak should be of the kingdom. If a person doesn't know the kingdom of God, how can they follow? How can they follow the Lord? Because you are his masterpiece, stay in the Father's business. Maybe God will call you to preach, to teach, to work in the church, to do missionary work. So many good things that God wants to call his people to do. We want to be able to discern between what is of God and what is of Satan's kingdom. A person walking in carnality according to the flesh, they'll speak gossip. They'll speak lies. They'll speak slander to anyone who will listen because they are in darkness and they have no light. When you receive Christ as your Lord, you carry the light. Jesus said, I am the light, but I won't leave you an orphan. I will give you another light, the Holy Spirit. He will guide you. 
He will lead you in everything, even in the things that you don't know. Jesus met the Pharisees. They knew the word inside and out. They met Jesus and they said, we're the son of Abraham too. And Jesus said, then why can't you discern who's in front of you? I'm paraphrasing, if you will. Why can't you discern who I am right in front of you? Therefore, you say you're Abraham's son, you're Abraham's son, and you don't discern who I am. You are not one of his. Jesus was talking to carnal men who operate by the world, not by the kingdom of God. And so they know the Bible. They they know the word. Many know the Bible, know the word, and they speak what is right by the word. But their character proves that they are of the flesh and not of the spirit of God. Many, many people are not mature in the spirit. And so they will follow false teaching because they have itchy ears. Many study at school, but they don't know the spirit. They don't know the spirit of God. Saul studied the word, but said that what he learned was rubbish. Paul was so passionate at what he was taught that he killed. He killed those people because of what he had learned was of the flesh Everything of the flesh wants to kill. It has no mercy. There's no grace. There's a selfishness. Anyone can be taught the word, but born of the spirit, that's a different matter. All they have then is information. If they're not born of the spirit of God, you're God's masterpiece. And there's only one spirit and we must stay grounded in the word of God. And then the word will become flesh within you and operate through you you'll be able to discern between the spirit of God and the world. Now, God wants you to see yourself as he sees you. Galatians 4, 7, you are his heir. So no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. John 1, 12, I'm a child of God. But to all who do receive him, who believe in his name, he gave the right to become a child of God. You're a citizen of heaven, Philippians 3.20. But our citizenship is in heaven. You are one with God, but he who is joined to the Lord becomes one with him. You are chosen. You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. You're accepted by Christ. You're chosen, holy, and blameless before God because of Christ Jesus. You are a member of Christ's body and a partaker of his promise. You have chosen God and you're holy and beloved. You are the apple of his eye. You are God's masterpiece. God wants you to see yourself the way he sees you. Oh, we thank God for his word. We thank God for the anointing that he's releasing over the church right now. As we step into the year of 2022, I want to prophesy to you for just a moment. The Lord spoke to me and he said the year of 2022, it's the year of the passion of Christ. There'll be a passionate hungering for the word of God. And those who are watching and waiting, he is going to release such a tremendous anointing over their life and they will truly be endued with power from on high. He is going to manifest his power in such magnificent ways. It is absolutely amazing. 
the year 2022. This is just one of the prophecies that he's given me thus far. But this is the year, the passion of Christ for the word of God. There will be a true hunger in 2022 for the word of God. God is releasing a powerful anointing over the church and those that really love him and they're walking and living according to the word of God. They're going to step in a, a deeper level of communion relationship with him. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.